Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. It's good to be back. Now, listen, uh, I did take off a couple of weeks there uh, over the holiday season. Um, I probably should tell people before I do that. Uh, here's one thing I do know as a podcaster. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I got my faithfuls because uh, uh, I do see the episodes dive a little when I do it, so I... Very much apologize for that. Uh, as you could hear, I, I do have a new sponsor uh, this go, um, which is American Survival Co., which is pretty cool. Uh, I won't I won't go in depth yet. Uh, the reason that I'm doing this um, impromptu podcast, I I had one uh, that was in the works. It's already it's happened, but it cannot be aired because 
there has to be approval uh, through a certain streaming organization that uh, has the rights technically. So that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, things have been pretty good, though. Um, I, don't, I don't recall what I did 4th of July. I don't need to rehash. It was a couple weeks ago. All you need to know is I didn't blow any fingers off, so there's that. Um, and I randomly hear about how people blow their fingers off. <laughs> like I heard some, it's not funny if it happens, you know, but like I heard somebody uh, in over the 4th of July holiday, somebody's telling a story like, oh, yeah, my a guy he works with kid uh, held the fireworks too long and blew his fingers off. And I thought that was weird because I've had that happen when I was a child before, but it was, uh, it was a package of lady fingers. And I don't know if you know what lady fingers are. Uh, everybody from my area does. It depends on where you're at in the country because I know there's a lot of places in the country where you can't shoot fireworks. I, th- I think, like in city limits, you can't go buy it. But, you know, I live here in the middle of the country, and there's a fireworks, fireworks, uh, not store. I mean, there's those too. There's fireworks stores, but you have the little booths. They're all over the side of the country here. Did I say that right? All over the countryside. You can buy them, uh, whatever you want. So lady fingers, I got, right? I lit these when I was a kid. And the, the fuses are a whole lot quicker. Like, they're way faster for the ladyfinger. So, you lit it. I held it way too long. They exploded in my hand. All I remember is my hand was numb. It hurt, and but it was numb. And I had uh, a bunch of... My hand looked black from, from the black powder, but it didn't do anything. You know, other than it hurt. Like, that's, that's really it. So, I, I, don't know, I don't know what you're lighting that explodes your hand off. You know, like it's that uh, that NFL football player, uh, St. Pierre. <laughs> that might have been the UFC fighter. Um, whatever, man. The, the New York Giants guy, the lineman guy. He exploded. Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul, I think that's his name. And he was lighting fireworks, blew his hand off. Uh, anyway, this is not a 4th of July show, but that, that was uh, just a random thought I had about it. Uh, interesting thing happened today, and I was a little confused about it. Uh, you know, you, you hear me say that uh, I mow I mow some yards. Well, uh, I was in this neighborhood, and I don't know anybody in the neighborhood. I go mow the yards to the people who says, "Hey, will you go mow this yard?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, you know, so if somebody owns a, bu- a bunch of rent houses and they want me to mow their yards, that's what I do. So I don't know their tenants. I don't I don't know anything about their inner workings. I don't know who they have in their houses. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. But here I am, I'm on this block, and I see this car slow rolling, and they were, they were rolling towards me. And, uh, you know, I'm looking. I'm like, man, what are they, what are they doing? So uh, they pull up next to me, and they're like, hey. <laughs> I don't remember the name. I'm going to make up a name because I literally don't remember the guy's name. But they pull up next to me, like, is Stephen Bonner here? I, don't, I know it wasn't Stephen Bonner. I know it's a UFC fighter, but like, uh, I don't remember his name. And I said, who? She's like, Stephen Bonner. Okay, now listen, let me hold up. It doesn't do me any good to imitate somebody if I can't, you know, because out there in uh, uh, audio world, you don't know. It was like a, it was an old trailblazer. You know, what a, what a 2005 Chevy trailblazer. It was uh, pretty, <laughs> whatever. Pulled up right next to me. Lady gets out. This lady... Uh, and I'm going to describe somebody. I'm not being. I'm. I'm not attempting to be as rude as it's going to sound. I'm just 
making, uh, I'm trying to create a mental picture for you. And this is the best way I know how to describe it. A lady gets out, uh, probably five, five. She has a camouflage hat on, uh, some kind of pink buck symbol. Um, uh, it was dirtier and she has probably two teeth and the front two are, are decayed. And, uh, she has a half shirt on, (laughs) she has a half shirt on, but she has a, what do you call that? Uh, the love handles, not the, not the love handles all the way around. She has a spare tire basically is what I'm saying around her shorts. Have you ever seen, uh, some of those people that, that do meth and they're skinny, but they have a gut that overhangs the, their shorts. So she had real tight shorts on and it overhung 360 front back sides. And uh, that I'm, <laughs> I'm saving the best part for last. And you get down to the bottom, and she has some shorter uh, cowboy boots, like they're like about in between her calf and ankles, tall. And uh, and she was straight up wearing spurs. And there, I <laughs> I don't know, you know, I'm not an odds maker here, but uh, I'm gonna go 100. percent Ah, I'm gonna go. Um, Ah, I'm going to go hundred percent. This lady hadn't rode a horse today. I guarantee it. I guarantee that lady hadn't rode a horse today. She may have in her life, but she had spurs on. Now here's the conversation. <laughs> Stephen Bonner here. You know him? And I was like, uh, no ma'am. I actually just mow these yards and I don't really, she's like, you don't know Stephen Bonner. He's supposed to be right. One of these houses right here. She's like, um, you know, let's say it's a family show. So let me word this different. Uh, she, she says, Stephen, but that, by the way, this is not his name. This, his name is not Stephen Bonner. I don't remember what she said, but it wasn't it. It wasn't Stephen Bonner. So she's like, Oh, Stephen, he got thrown in jail for molesting the kid. And, and, uh, he's like, and he's got my, my niece right now. She said, I ain't gonna kill him or nothing, but I'm gonna take him back. That's what she was talking. Just like that. And all, and the thing is, is like, I mean, I heard what she said. That's how I was able to spit it back out to you. But all I, all I could concentrate on were her spurs because she kept moving while she was talking and her spurs kept clanging the ground. So it was like clang, clang. Like I could just, uh, so she was coming to save the day. Like she was an action, uh, hero star. Uh, I don't, I don't think she was going to be the one who was going to save the day uh, because, to be honest, even if they did recover the child that she's trying to recover that I don't think has any rights to it, according to what she said. It was like a five-minute speech that she gave me. And uh, if she got pulled over the kid, she was going to get in trouble for randomly taking the kid and being on meth, I'm assuming. You know, I don't know. You can't judge people. I will tell you this, though, in my lifetime, Cause I've done a lot of construction jobs and, um, uh, from time to time you'll encounter somebody whose teeth are rotting out. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to be nice because, uh, just because that is so for somebody doesn't, first of all, doesn't mean that they're still doing it. That's a fact. Uh, it doesn't mean that they haven't shaken the habit and that, that's just the, you know, the end result. But I also just, if you see enough people in life, um, I also think, you know, the ones that are actively on it, the ones that aren't, and I'm pretty sure she was on it. But anyway, like on these construction sites, you know, you'd see guys and their teeth are missing and uh, like 
like meth mouth, man. I, I don't know how else to word it. And so, but they all tell me the same excuse. Every, every one of them, every time, not just on the surface, I don't go question people. I don't like pop off to them. You know, once like, like I work with them and we're buddies and we'll start having live talks and I'll, so I'll just ask them, be like, man, you ever do meth? And they're like, uh, <laughs> he's like, no, nah, man, it's just tooth disease. I got a gum disease. Well, everybody, everybody I know outside of like a couple will say they have a gum disease. I don't think everybody I encounter that has some rotten teeth has a gum disease. I don't, especially when you have certain actions and motions and uh, whatever, man. I, why am I even talking about I don't even talk about this stuff. I'm sorry. I know kids listen to this show. I'm just saying one of the most interesting conversations I've had outside of the actual, actual topic. Uh, I do, uh, you know, we, I should pray for those people. I will. I will actually, you can't, first of all, first of all, let me tell you what you can't do. You can't say out loud. I should pray for them and then just uh, not do it. You say, so you, you can't do it. I'm actually going to pray for them. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I am going to pray for them, but I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing. At, why was that lady wearing spurs? In the trailblazer? She's like, I always put these spurs on when I get in this trailblazer. When I get in this trailblazer and my sissy drives me around, I get geared out and I put these spurs on. I clang the side of the <laughs> I clang the side of the vehicle. Make her go faster. I'm assuming that's uh, how that went down. So uh here's what I do now. It's been uh it's been like a hundred in three outside, 101, it, you know, because I start talking about mowing, which is funny when I, I start talking about mowing, um, people are like, do you still do insurance? Yeah, I do, but I also mow a lot. So, like, uh, people are like, are you hot? Here's what I here's what I know about myself. You've often heard me talk about how I'm chubby and all that. Like, I, I've said it often, and, you know. So, when, when, if it were last year and somebody said, hey, man, will you mow my yard? Uh I probably would. I probably would have said yes, even last year. I'd be like, yeah. And if I would have walked outside and it were, uh, it was a hundred degrees outside. There's no way I'd have waited till it was almost dark because I I would have about passed out. So it's weird though that I'm still built exactly the same. <laughs> I'm still I'm still built super athletic, and um, but I started in April. So so like you you work your way like April. May, June, here we are in July, mid, middle of July. And uh, and it's hot outside. Like, it's super hot. It's hot even though I mow when I first walk outside. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this hurts my face. Like, I don't I don't like this. Um, but, I, I like, I'm used to it now. Now, having said that, I, that was the buildup to get to this part. It was, it's been so hot. Like, I, I got to... I got to pull over in between yards and douse myself in water. And then I get back on the thing. It's like an air conditioner, which is basically, uh, if I haven't said it before, I think I have, I mean, that's how I get through the desert. When we do those motorcycle rides back in the day, it seems like I said this very recent, eh, ignore it if I haven't. So, um, wait, ignore it if I have. Um, but when we would ride through the Mojave desert, me and my friends, uh, one friend, only one of us, did, <laughs> just two of us. We would pull over every 40 miles, and uh, it seems like I've talked about this recently. Eh, whatever, man. I, I forget. Uh, but you'd pull over and have to douse yourself with water so you didn't pass out. Like, I, I just, that's how I've been doing on the mower. Pro mowing tips, by the way. These are pro mowing tips so you don't die. Do you think it's weird that when my wife 
uh, ask me what I want to eat for dinner. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that she's a horrible cook at all. Like I'm not, I'm not like, uh, as a matter of fact, this, this, this comment is really on me. Um, but if she says, what do you want to eat? Is it weird that I say chili or spaghetti every time? Like, is that a, is that a strange thing that, uh, <laughs> I, I know there's some people, uh, who, Oh, for instance, Oh, for instance, Oh, one of my friends who a lot of people listen to the show know who he is. He's this very elaborate cook. I mean, he's like an unbelievable uh, cook. Everything he does, he makes from scratch. I don't know how else to build it up. He, he makes his own cheeses. He makes his own noodles. Like if he's, if he's going to make spaghetti, he makes his own noodles. Like he makes everything from scratch, everything. The sauce is from scratch, like made with real tomato. First of all, first of all, I'm not saying that the sauce that I eat is not made from real tomatoes. It's made from real tomatoes, but it's not fresh. You know, it's like whatever the, whatever it is, man. It's like uh, out of a can. It's in a can. You just pour it in a pot or whatever, right? So is that weird that that's what I want? I, I just elaborated on on him, but really is to get back to. That's all I want. And the reason that I was uh, coming up with this is because my my daughter, one of my daughters, is going to go hang out with uh, her grandma and grandpa this weekend. And the grandma and grandpa uh, cooks very well. The, the mom. I'm not saying that the father-in-law doesn't. He's fine. Don't get your feelings hurt. But the mother-in-law cooks uh, unbelievable, like amazing. She makes a lot of stuff from scratch also. And so coming down, she says now to my youngest daughter, what do you want to eat uh, this week when you're with us? And she's like, uh, just chili and spaghetti. (laughs) Because, uh, that's, uh, that's what I like, but you know, out loud, you'd be like, well, is it good? Like, do you, do you wear it out? Is it disgusting? Well, obviously not. I mean, we don't eat it every day of the week, but I really think I could, but I, I, I'm just going to tell you guys, and I, I don't know if you're the same. Anything that's uh, that's <laughs> anything that's meat and pasta. Not not if I'm at a restaurant and it's not there, I'm not going to do it. Um, but anything that's like hamburger meat, hundred anything, a, a thousand percent anything is hamburger meat and pasta. I'm I I am putting Tabasco sauce on it and Tony Satries, which I call Tony Chatries, uh, if because that's what it looks like on the on the container. I'm going to put black pepper, Tony, Tony, look, as I say it, Tony Chaucheries, and I'm going to put Tabasco sauce in there. You can mark it down every time. And so like in my mouth, the party in my mouth says, this is the greatest food ever, but I don't really know if it is because to be honest, once, (laughs) once I doctor it up with my three course, my three course secret recipe there, uh, pretty much uh, all noodles and uh, meat, Tastes exactly the same. So, well, which, which I'm great with, but my daughter, she didn't do anything I, that I, that I said. So I don't know. I guess she's just into, you know, chili, <laughs> chili and spaghetti. Listen, I'm not saying anything about my wife to anybody out there. that's listening. I'm just telling you that if all you eat at your house is chili and spaghetti, I'm not, I'm not bashing. Like I asked for it, but I'm just saying if, if, if you don't ask for it and your husband or wife, whoever cooks, uh, if all they make is chili and spaghetti without there being a general consistent consensus that that's what they want, 
uh, you you should probably watch cooking shows or like get a cookbook. And these days, you don't even got to buy books because you got cooking shows online. Like you, they got the internet. Just pull it up. Like learn something. Quit starving your family out. Unless it's my house, and at my house we only eat chili and spaghetti, and I'm cool with it. So my grandma, who's who's no longer alive, uh, who who's a sweet lady. <laughs> Look, she was a sweet lady. She did very often say. I'm going to give you a whipping. She said it all the time. Like, even if, if, <laughs> even if I didn't, it's just a thing that she said. She said it quite often. She's like, I'm going to give you a whipping. Or she'd always say, I wish I had two of you. That's what she'd say to me. Uh, but somehow the way that she would say it would lead me to believe that she actually wished that she didn't have two of me, even though she said it. And if you've listened to these podcasts for all the episodes, uh, it would also be my grandma who, would scam me on those trips, those, those, uh, summer trips where I would, my whole cousins would get back and they'd be like, Oh yeah, we just went to Oklahoma city and went to frontier city with grandma. It was so much fun. We were at our great grandma's house. And then I'd find out and I'm like, grandma, did you go to Oklahoma city? And she's like, yeah, we're going to take you next year. Uh, every cousin, every one of them would go to Oklahoma city with my grandma, except for me. She never, ever told me or invited me ever not one time in my life and i would hear about it from my cousins when they got back and every year she was going to take me the next year and she never took me happened all the time side note that grandma the one that one right there uh i'm I'm just gonna i'm not trying to mouth the entire world if this is what they do but there's a type of singing that is not fascinating to me i don't think it's good at all and and it's weird how music uh progresses uh down the line as time goes on because there's different kinds of music and, and some's very universal in the whole world likes like it rock music, Metallica. Uh, if you, you can get on the internet and all over the world, they're sold out no matter what country they go to, no matter where. So like, I, that's obviously a universal thing, that kind of music it is. Uh, then there's kinds that's not, uh, I've talked about doing the chicken dance. I don't, I've, I haven't done it. I'm just saying like, uh, people that go to these German festivals. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, the chicken dance, if I'm not mistaken, people from Germany are like, why are you doing that? We don't do that. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what people in Germany do, but Americans still do the chicken dance. Side note, I'm just saying there's different music for everybody. My grandma, there's why I referenced her. Her daughters would always like, now don't beat me up if you're listening, aunts, but uh, my aunts would always say, have you heard mom? Have you heard mom yodel? She can yodel. She's, she's one of the best yodelers there is. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, back then, I probably didn't say no. I probably didn't say anything. I was a kid, but uh, I mom yodel, yodel. And she would start yodeling. And, uh, and they would think it was good. Now, I'm not acting like that it wasn't a talent. I don't know. I've never attempted to yodel. I would imagine that I probably could. I'm going to guess, even though I've never tried it. Uh, but she would yodel. And they would think it was cool. I just think that yodeling is a terrible, it's a terrible type of music. I'm going to guess there's nobody. I'm going to guess there's nobody. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to think big here. I'm going to, I'm going to, let's go world population. Uh, and I realize there's a lot of people that hadn't heard of yodeling, but I'm going to go 99.9% of the entire world doesn't, Drive around 99.9% of the United States, which I, wherever it originated, I don't know. Nobody listens to a CD of yodeling. 
Nobody downloads it on iTunes and listens to yodeling. There's not probably a yodeling uh, Pandora station or an XM radio. Nobody listens to yodeling. So I don't know why they would, they would always get fired up about yodeling and then like pawn it off. Like it was the greatest thing. It was the most, <laughs> it was the sweetest sound of music we were ever going to hear in our lives. Um, okay. So earlier I said, I think I can do it. That didn't exactly sound like it, but it was close. It just sucks. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Who listens to yodeling? I don't want to listen to yodeling. And, uh, you know, since I'm on talking, since I'm talking about stuff that, uh, may hurt somebody's feelings, I didn't mean, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just saying in general, um, I'm going to let a secret out of the bag, which I also probably have. look, man, in case you don't know, I, I say everything on the show. I, I don't remember what I've said, uh, but you know, Thanksgiving meal, it's not Thanksgiving, but, uh, any family get together. I know I've actually said this before. I probably shouldn't have, but they would be like, all right, it's whatever family function. Like, Grandma made her famous noodles. Like what? She like she made her, her famous not noodles. She made her famous chicken and dumplings, like she did. And actually, I think she made those from scratch, which actually makes it cool. Like it makes it cool that she made it all from scratch because the effort was there. But I heard this so much, and honestly, I don't. I never liked. I never liked them. And but every time you'd go, I'd walk in the door. I remember I'd go to whatever function, maybe it was Christmas or whatever. I'd walk in the front door, and be like, "Hey, food's in there." And like one of my cousins be like, "Grandma made her chicken and dumplings." I don't, I don't. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." I never like said out loud, which is why I probably should have said it to their face and not like on the show to blast it out to everybody. <laughs> but like, I don't like chicken and dumplings. Uh, will I eat them? Yeah, if they're there. I'll eat them. It's fine. But I'm just saying I never got them. I never, one time when I was a kid, I actually don't know if I ate chicken and dumplings from grandma because I never wanted them. If somebody put it on my plate when I was a kid, I'm sure I ate it. I wasn't a picky kid, but I just wasn't fascinated with the chicken and dumpling market. I, I could have, I could have done without it every day. Uh, every day could have done without chicken and dumplings. <laughs> And they built it up. And I didn't make it sound like I'm bashing my grandma. I love my grandma. I mean, I don't think she loved me as much as the other grandkids for all the other reasons I just said. But, yeah, she was my grandma. Of course I loved her. But, uh, you know, I wasn't a fan of the chicken and dumplings. And maybe I would have ate your chicken and dumplings had you ever taken me on any of those uh, those summer getaways that you took all my other cousins to, which I've said this numerous times on the show. But I want to repeat it. Why? Because it's summertime. Two, because one of my kids went to Frontier City the other day, and all it did was bring back PTSD for me trying to go to the Frontier City in my life. Thanks, Grandma. I'm 42, and I can't even get it out of my head. Speaking of PTSD and my grandmas, because uh, I, <laughs> I used those words the other day, my grandma stays at this, uh, at this place. It's like an assisted living. And uh, my other grandma. So... This 4th of July, as we started the show off, and, and uh, that's what I'm talking about because remember, I had to do a show for a couple of weeks, but it was uh, relevant to this. So I go visit my grandma, and she goes back to her room, and she starts telling a story uh, because it's 4th of July, and they're in she's in city limits because, as I said, all the towns uh, in this part of the country, you can pop fireworks. Well, she's, her assisted living is on the lake. And so in this town, this is where they shoot large fireworks. So 
she was, I don't, she wasn't crying, but like she was nervous thinking the house was blowing up because that house is about a half mile from where they were blo- less than a half mile. I don't know, that house is like 500 yards from where they're exploding these gigantic fireworks. And so she's nervous thinking the house is catching on fire, thinking they're blowing up because you know, those things, the concussion on those things, you know? So I went there the next day. I was like, Hey grandma, what are you doing? And she's like nothing. And uh, somebody stepped in like, Hey Rose, just so you know, we're going to be outside. We're going to pop some fireworks like black cats, like tiny ones. It's like, we're just going to pop some fireworks. We're just letting you know. Cause I know last night you're having some problems. I was like, grandma, what are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> the nurse said, well, she was really scared, balled up in the corner because she thought the house was blowing up. And so, uh, you know, my grandma had PTSD from, from fireworks, just like I got PTSD from the other grandma not taking me to those functions. I'm sorry, grandma, but uh, she she got over it. She was cool with it. We explained it to her, and she's like, I'll be okay tonight. Well, look, we'll get back to the regular um uh, episodes and the time I was throwing this out because really I was just trying to float. I was, I was trying to get this deal done with, uh, with this. I didn't say it at the first of the show, but, uh, I'm waiting on Netflix to approve, uh, uh, an interview, which has already happened, but, uh, I can't air it until there's approval. So that's where we're at with that. Uh, uh, once again, I appreciate people listening in, uh, my apologies for, uh, Missing, missing a couple there. It's really, it's actually uncharacteristic. I've done it maybe two previous times in almost a hundred episodes. So once again, my apologies, uh, put Pete Rose in the hall of fame, everybody. Uh, love you guys. Talk to you later.